I don't believe there is a moment, Daniel, that makes your transition. What I do believe is that every event, every situation in your life prepares you for the next thing in your life. But I always tell people, do whatever you can to get your mentor, your teacher, your coach that you work consistently with, because consistency is the key to success. Are you thinking about building your wealth? Are you thinking about where to start or not knowing where to start in your wealth creation journey? At Property Wealth Education, we teach people how to get started, how to build an empire, and how to invest passively and actively using property in your wealth creation. Month in, month out, week in, week out, we have curated courses that is available to you, free and paid and through our upgraded mentorship program, The Wealth Circle. So if you're thinking of building your wealth, we want to invite you to click on a, a link below the show notes on this video uh, to book a call with us. We'd like to have a chat to help you start to build your wealth, build a legacy for yourself and your family. Hey, welcome to another super episode. I'm so fired up to be having a great individual that I met at a high net worth event. And I remember the very first time we started having a conversation, he said, I charge multi-million pounds, you know, to help people become multi, multi, multi millionaires and even billionaires. I'm like, what? Interestingly. <laughs> and I said, I want to have you on the podcast because what the Wealth and Business Podcast is, is all about helping people make those transition in their life. You know, Rome was not built in a day, they say. So I'm so super fired up to be having Tony J. Salimi on the podcast. And just a little bit about this individual. He's, wrote in multi, he's written multiple books. He's an author. He's a transformational business and life coach. He's also specialized in helping human behaviors. And he's a, a leadership trainer, a leadership speaker. He's, listen, his accolades goes on and on and on. And he's a British entrepreneur of the year 2022. And I can go on and on. Without further ado, my man, Mr. Tony, how are you today? Welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for this honor to be able to serve more people. I'm extremely well and I'm very grateful. Now, I can go on and on talking about all your different accolades. I want you to do me justice and literally let's get people to really see who you truly are. Because when your accolades becomes too many like that, how many can I go through? If you don't mind just kind of helping me kind of, uh, you know, uh, you know, just deconstruct your bio, you know, who you are and your great achievements. Well, as a human being, since I was a child, I was curious about understanding uh, spirituality and also understanding life and understanding the mysteries of life. So I wanted to understand science, chemistry, biology, and various disciplines, various religions. And truly, I really wanted to understand the universe and who we are as part of the universe, who we are as part of the bigger picture. And how is it that, uh, um, you know, some people have wealth, other people don't have wealth. Some people have privileges, other people don't have privileges. So, yeah. you know, I observed those inequalities in a society from a very young age and why men and women are different, for instance. And I used to ask all of those big questions from age five. So, you know, asking those curious questions, um, uh, it's something that uh, it's been with me all my life and still is because, you know, life and God and universe is massive. And uh, I, I approach it with extreme open openness and also curiosity to learn every single day and invest in learning, frankly, and knowledge. But, you know, as a, as a child, I had a great family. I was the youngest of six. I grew up in North Macedonia, speaking multiple languages, and also I ended up being ill. I was physically abused. I was bullied. I almost died in hospital. Then my parents took me to all these incredible spiritual teachers and healers who then helped me, brought me back to life, saved my life. And then, you know, I started university, one of the top engineering universities in Croatia. And then the civil war fell upon us and all of my dreams got shattered once again. 
And pretty much I saw atrocities. No teenager should uh, should witness that. And no parents should witness for their children to be murdered like that for ideology, for extremism, for nationalism, racism, and, and the whole thing. So, you know, fast forward, overcoming so many different challenges. Uh, my life was safe and I ended up homeless on the streets of London, feeling abandoned, rejected, uh, powerless. I didn't speak the language. I didn't have no kind of support. I didn't know, have no friends. I simply was grieving on the streets for a few months. Wow. Interesting journey you've had. You've been basically abused. You have been in the streets of London confused. I totally connect for the fact that you say, oh, your English language wasn't the greatest. Because I'm Nigerian descent. I mean, not Nigerian descent. I relocated from Nigeria way back. And at the end of the day, came to this country. I did not speak English language the way people speak English language here. And I had to learn my way through. And I, I can, I can literally dive into all your different adversity you've already shared. So what was the pivotal moment for you to have made this transition? So you had all these different things. A lot of people always struggle not to make this transition. What, how did it all change for you? I don't believe there's a moment, Daniel, that makes your transition. What I do believe is that every event, every situation in your life prepares you for the next thing in your life. Yes. Which means, you know, it's very difficult when people say to me, how do you transition? Well, you haven't spent 40 years through overcoming struggle after struggle, challenge after tra- challenge, and every single pain that one can throw at you, and still you wake up, stand up, and move forward again. And every time you fail, you get up and move forward again. And then you have this commitment to learning, to knowledge and investing, truly uh, understanding uh, reality, understanding how you are creating and are part of that reality. So, you know, it's it's difficult to pinpoint one moment uh, because every moment, every struggle gives you new knowledge, new awareness, new experiences, new thoughts, new beliefs, new values, new opportunities, and new things for you to solve more problems in your life. And I think the more problems you solve, the more challenges you overcome, the more that wisdom comes out of you. But also the key element is I never stopped learning. I never stopped investing proportion of my income into learning, into training, into coaching, and I still do. So, you know, although most people think you don't need it nowadays, I said no, because my dreams are infinite. You know, the kind of vision I'm building in the background, I need the best mentor who can focus me on what I'm doing. Because, you know, when you have so much knowledge, it also becomes very difficult. It can work against you. So I'm an extremely detailed person and I have plans. And the same thing I do with my uh, all of my clients. You know, the mind is this wonderful puzzle that I love solving. So and my uh, in, uh, background in engineering and uh, organizational behavior and human behavior and emotional intelligence loves to be able to organize people's mind in a way so their life becomes organized, their business becomes organized, their relationships are organized, you know, uh, their emotional intelligence is organized and they can use those God-given abilities in the most effective and efficient way to create the results they want. Interesting, you're saying about organizing your life, organizing your business, organizing your emot- emotions, organizing all of these things. I I am of the school of thought that actually very, 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 you know, intensively say this all the time. Unless we fix the within, we can't fix the outside. So if you don't fix your inside, you cannot manifest anything. You cannot create anything. Whatever you believe in, it's not going to come through if you don't fix the inside. How... Does this, you know, really help entrepreneurs out there? How can entrepreneurs literally fix the inside? Because from what I've just heard from you, you, you've spoken about some very technical things here, you know, fixing all these different belief systems that comes from the within. And this is one of the reasons why you're a very successful coach. This is one of the reasons why you're a very successful entrepreneur, because you can't give what you don't have. So how did you fix yours and how can others fix theirs? Well, as I mentioned, I'm, I'm an individual who since a very young age consistently invested in learning. So mm-hmm. uh, a value of mine, which is great, is about knowledge. It's about learning. It's about solving problems. So, you know, uh, most people in my position, they would have end up being drunk or have no life 
considering the losses that I've incurred through my life. And you as a migrant yourself, you can understand that. Not only that, but then when we come to a safe country like Britain, they make our lives even more difficult. And, you know, you have to then uh, overcome those challenges by people who know nothing about your background and the losses you experience. And on top of that, you have to find a way to break through those walls that other people are put in front of you just because you are a migrant, just because you are a different color, just because if you are a different creed, just because you are a different religion. So, you know, as humanity, we're not really making it easy for people to thrive, to shine, to bring their gifts out there. We, uh, we are far behind on a conscious level for we to become uh, 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 hum- humans who lift everybody up. All you have to do is what's been happening in this country for the last few, a few years since Brexit happened, for instance. Evil surfaced. You know, when you have certain leaders and certain people who uh, polarize the nation, you know, people turn against each other. We become animals. So, you know, for you to master that animal inside of you and that angel inside of you, you definitely need support and help. Yes, you can do with books. Yes, you can do with training. But the biggest gift I've given myself is work three to five jobs and work with some of the best trainers in the world. Why? Because when you work one-to-one, that person focuses on you doesn't focus on a one-to-many. One-to-many is great. It's, it's part of your strategy for your growth. But I always tell people, do whatever you can to get your mentor, your teacher, your coach that you work consistently with because consistency is the key to success, the key to growth, the key to knowledge, the key to improved memory, the key to phys- better physical well-being, the key to better emotional intelligence, the key to better leadership, the key to creating things. So if I wrote my first book and I stopped writing, I wouldn't have six books. I just finished last night. I finished my seventh book, which uh, is going to be published early next year. And it's all about entrepreneurship, how to build uh, um, using a 12-step formula that I've created for the last 30 years and applied it in business, applied it in my business and applied it in my clients. So therefore, I, I created proven methodology for taking people building businesses and becoming successful entrepreneurs with philanthropy attached to it, with purpose attached to it. But at the same time, we are in business to make profits. And most people don't know all the different skills they need to learn. You know, for me, I invested everything I had to learn different skills because back then, you know, my career was in technology, being the best guy to uh, manage multi-million and sometimes multi-billion pound technology transformation programs, both back-end and front-end, and on top of that, develop and manage people and teams. And on top of that, improving my public speaking skills, and top of that, improving my presentation skills, and all those different skills that over the years, now I use to help my clients achieve incredible results. Wow. Tony, you're on fire right now. You're, you're setting me on fire right now. I really love your use of words, and I really love your use of knowledge and expression. So at the beginning of this episode, there are key things I just want to take us backwards so we don't, you know, so we can slow down a little bit and maybe come forward. You spoke about life. You spoke about God. You spoke about spirituality. You spoke about working with healers. You spoke about pain. You spoke about tests and you spoke about problems. And you say all these different things basically, all right, is what gives us the transformation because you don't transform. All right, you don't just transform. You go through life experience by acknowledging all these different, you know, things I've just mentioned, and then you make a transformation. So for me, what I got from there is that it's not the end goal is not success. The end goal is the journey. As you're going through this journey, you're successful. As you're going through this journey, you're enjoying the moment. As you're going through this journey, you're going through your challenges, and because you've worked on yourself, because you have coaches, mentors, people who are guiding you then you are not sitting there to become, you know, people, people go through these things sometimes and they become substance, you know, they start using substance, they misuse substance and they end up wasting their life. But you're saying, no, actually, when you go through this process, you're making the transition and then success become a normal thing to you. Correct? Yes. I mean, uh, I'll give you a metaphor that rings to everybody. So let's say we take uh, somebody who's homeless. Okay. 
And yes. we take that homeless man and we take him to Primark. And say, okay, shop whatever you want. And they do and everything else. And they're very joyful because going from homeless to Primark, they'll go like, oh my God, I've got clothes. I've got clean clothes and everything else. So they're very grateful in that moment. But then you take that homeless and take them to Selfridges. And you say, okay, buy all of those things. Suddenly, they know exactly that the value of Primark and Selfridges is different. They know the quality is different and they want it. So, you know, we are human beings that consistently are evolving and want to better ourselves, whether it's through clothing, whether it's through food, whether it's through the mind, whether it's through knowledge, skills, business, uh, lifestyle, everything else. So, you know, uh, everybody has the capability and the desire to have more. Uh, so, you know, that desire never stops. That's why when people ask me, how long do I need to work with you, Tony? My, uh, my question is, how far do you want me to take you? Just think about that. And then also, you know, when people say, oh, you're too expensive. Great. Go to Primark. Go to beginner coaches and spend 10 years with them. Then when you're ready, you come and invest with me. It's an investment in you. It's not in me. It's in your dreams, in your goals, in the, in your, in everything. And people who value that. They will get the best coach and they'll put the money there so because they know they're going to get the best wisdom in a much shorter time. And also, they don't have to go through the process of trial and error. You know, so, you know, when you go at a bigger level, you want to have a better coaches, better mentors, uh, better clothes, better anything. So whether we like it or not is how life is set up. And therefore, we have to go through the journey to get there. You know, so, you know, consistently I upgraded my schools, my universities, my knowledge, my, my work, my business, my skills, my leadership skills. And I continuously do so. Why? Because life will reflect back at me exactly the growth that I have achieved within myself. So if I want more growth, therefore I need to invest more. You know, you don't go to bank and say, I want money when your bank account is empty. That's as simple as that. You go to the bank because you're invested in the bank. So when you invest in your own education, in your own training, in building your skills, whether it's like, you know, most people write books, they never become successful. As simple as that. So, you know, instead of going to a coach who's done it there, been there before, sold million copies of their books, they know the avenues, they know how to expand the reach and everything else. People try to do it themselves because they perceive they don't have the money. They perceive because when we value something, we go and get five jobs out there and we do it. That's what I've done. I've consistently worked four or five jobs to go and uh, work with the best people out there and went to the best uh, training. The uh, You know, if you look at my history and in my books, I share them openly. I share all of my mentors, all of my coaching, all of my training, all of my education, everything that I have. So when people come to me and say, oh, I'm like you, a coach, I said, really? So have you been in the army? No. Have you got a dual degree? No. Have you managed billion technology transformation programs? No. Have you managed the risk of uh, 10 billion pounds? No. Have you done this? No. So how are you like me, a coach? You know, people need to step back and be where they are, not projecting outwardly what they want to see. So, you know, investment in yourself is the greatest investment that will bring the biggest dividends over a lifetime. It's not one thing. And if you truly want something, you will find the money. You will find a way for you to do the work. If you're not, then stay where you are. But, you know, your own being, those voices that we experience inside of yourself will not let you alone until you take action. So I'm somebody who I have consistently taken action, consistently invested, and therefore people see the end result. Me going around the world and teaching in a fabulous location, working with different clients from different perspective. I do the vital planning five-day training and most people think he's on holiday. I created a lifestyle business. I wanted to travel. I wanted to teach. I want to explore cultures. I want to be involved in different projects and help people become philanthropic leaders which are prosperous and their businesses are growing. So they serve more, more people. And money is nothing more they knew going out there solving problem after problem after problem after problem after problem after problem and you become great at solving specific problems most people have delusions around money and around mindset of money so you know you can't be your own teacher frankly why because uh, you know we wouldn't have this camera this mirror if we could see without a mirror 
If we just take that as a basic, then we definitely understand the importance of education, of mentors, of coaches, of trainers, of therapists, of healers, of leaders, of business owners, uh, people who employ us and all of that. Our mothers, our fathers, you know, our children. So, you know, children learn from parents. But then the question becomes, how clean is that mirror? Interestingly, you know, I'm so blown away by this conversation because... Everything just making sense to me now because what I, I had before interviewing you today, I've also interviewed eight figure business owner based in Australia. And exactly what you're saying now, self-development, self-investment, investing in coaches, investing in mentors. I mean, I started to invest in coaches and mentors to got me where I am now to have the success that I have. And I've come to also notice it that, you know, I've actually tell a great details in book in my in my new book about self-development investment you know but people naturally just perceive that you know in this pursuit of greatness i mean for those who want it there is this thing about i can't afford it there is this thing about is expensive recently i stopped i mean in the last two years now i don't really say oh it's expensive i can't afford it i don't i stopped doing it it's okay how can I afford it? And I and I go and afford it. And based on what you're saying here, every single successful person I've had on this podcast, when it comes to self-development, it's boils down to one thing. In my book, I say pay to play. Maybe in your word, there might be a different way you want to exp- explain it. But paying to play means self-development. Paying to play means being in a room with you for so, someone like you who has trained, you know, multi-million, you know, multi-million business owner and you know billionaires and so on and so forth so for you how can people really start to change what is it that people need to do to change the mindset of i can't afford it and how can people change their mindset of i'm gonna go and really get it and become successful have you ever seen a couple who are living an average life they get engaged and they need a diamond ring have you been next to a couple like that well, I have. But seen, they don't have the money to buy it. I, I have seen people get in debt for weddings. I have seen people uh-huh. get. In, so they get in a debt for a wedding. They're gonna get a debt to buy that ring. And why do you think? Why is that? For me, I just feel it's the lack of love. No, 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 no. I want you to go back into the mindset. I want you to go back. Okay. Why people would behave like that? What is it that makes them do that? For me, I would say because they're trying to just please their ego. But no, no, no. At, at the moment you're giving me the worst, what people give me. So because you don't understand psychology, you haven't studied 30 years psychology. So that's why no, I, I know that you can't give me the answer. So therefore, you only will give me the answer of making sense in your brain and the brain firing up at me just pre premeditated sentences that uh, doesn't have the depth of where that knowledge comes from. This is what most people do, by the way, Daniel. Uh, so, for instance, you know, um, uh, if I go into a conversation with a um, scientist, I can go into a depth of conversation because I'm a scientist myself. Mm. Okay? But if I go into a conversation with a mother who gave birth, I'll lose myself because I'm not a mother and I have no idea what the experience of birth is. Because my body cannot experience that. So therefore, I'll be saying things that I've learned from YouTube, from wherever, from my mother, from people I've heard about how painful it is. But in reality, I don't know nothing about it. So, you know, me investing in studying psychology is what I do with my clients. I reshuffle their brains and also instill knowledge. So therefore, their statements are true to themselves and to others. And they know why people behave the way they behave. So that's why I'm an expert in behavioral science. That's why people come to me, because I can transform the entire psychology so the same behaviors don't apply. So, you know, the scarcity mindset was in the unfakeable code. I wrote two books during COVID. Most people gave in to conspiracy theories during COVID. But some people actually did a lot of work, and I'm one of them. My business grew four times during COVID. Why? Because all these big people out there ended up with a lot of big problems that I could help them solve. So I didn't stop during COVID. But most people live their lives with no preparation. So me working in technology, one thing I was in charge was disaster recovery plan. 
So every year I have to update those plans in case something goes wrong, in case of earthquake, in case of fire, in case of bomb, in case of, you know, uh, COVID. So therefore, when I started my business, Daniel, uh, which is in 2012, so it's 11 years now fully that I'm dedicated to my business, but I started before that, three years before, while I was still working in technology. I made sure that I have disaster recovery plans. If something goes wrong, how do I act and how do I plan? Most people have no plan for their life, no plan for their finances, no plan for their mental growth, no plan for their emotional mastery, no plan for their relationships, no plan for their uh, detailed vision and the end in mind they want to create. And then part of the plan is what if things don't go according to the plan? So most people don't have the disaster recovery plan if something goes wrong in their life. And they just become reactive creatures. So therefore, you go back to your amygdala responses and then amygdala response with a fear response. So you you fight, you flight, you freeze, or as I say, you say, so I invented the fourth one and I share it in my books and I share it with billionaire clients and millionaire clients. I say, this is a tiny moment, tiny second where you don't freeze, you don't flight, you don't fight, you say, and excuse my language, but that's how we as animalistic being respond. But then we go and regret things. So most yeah. people uh, don't have uh, those skills. They have not invested properly to work with somebody who pretty much reorganizes your mind. So, you know, my vital planning, it's uh, if you have seen uh, what I do with my clients, it's like covered, like an Einstein. So people, my clients call me, you are the action of the brain and life and business. Why? Because I love, I thrive on solving problems. I thrive in making sense of how this person's psychology works and how we can dissect, dissect all of that and rebuild it in a way that creates the result for them. So correct me if I'm right or wrong. As an entrepreneur, let me use myself as an example, right? Yep. So that it's quite clear to the listeners. As an entrepreneur, from what I can see from this conversation and where this conversation is going is you're saying we have to fix the mind. We have to fix how we think. We have to fix every other thing that dwells within us first before even trying to have a business. Because if we don't fix all these different things, all right, which what a lot of people do all the time, because people usually don't have a plan. All right. And then you're not going to you're not going to be able to create the life that you truly want. That's what I'm hearing from this. Now, so basically, they will, go, they will go through a lot of problems. And therefore, most people will end up failing. Most people will have mental issues, emotional issues. Their marriage will break. You know, I've met people in trying to build a business that they forgot about the family totally. So therefore, it led to divorce, to cheating, to all, all sorts of things. You know, I've been through those stages myself. And I know exactly the consequences of uh, cause and effect. So, you know, you might want to do this. You might fix yourself or if you call the word fix, I don't use those words, by the way. I use things, you know, reorganizing your mind and upgrading your mind. Or you can do it in parallel. You can do both if you really uh, uh, something is important to you. So going back to the conversation earlier on, when somebody values something, there's nothing that will stop you creating it. Meaning, if you truly value your dreams, there's nothing that will stop you paying the best experts to help you. So you will find and ask yourself a question, how do I make this happen? So, you know, I have some of my clients who introduced 10 clients and they got, uh, you know, 50% discount from me. But they had to introduce 10 clients first. So therefore, they made it affordable for them in their budget mind. But you can't get things without nothing. And most people have this skewed perception that, you know, they want value, but... They, they are nowhere match in a value. Nowhere match. You know, I see all these LinkedIn people using sophisticated systems to build their businesses, but they're all fake. Why? Because they are fake. They don't know anything about me. So, you know, an example, for example, somebody who sells tomato and I'm a diamond and they're trying to say to me, tomato is more valued than a diamond. Well, it doesn't work like that. You can go to, you can't go in any shop in the world with a tomato and say, can you give me a diamond? Here's a tomato. No. And that's what most those sophisticated systems do. They don't really know the person at all. So I'm talking about it in all of my books, especially in the last book, which is specifically for entrepreneurs and business owners. That certain practices that they do in business are go against the laws of nature. 
you know, there's value in everything in life. The question is, most people don't know what the value they offer. So if you have, if you have invested in you, and for instance, like, you know, all of my clients, they're worth gross working with me. Why? Because the same proportion of money they invest in themselves to work with me, suddenly they'll get it from somewhere else. Which means they are uh, uh, honoring the law of fair exchange. It's a universal law for all of us. Wow. So, so let's, let's, people let's, don't let's, really let's, know those things. So therefore, they can't build wealth. They can try as much as they want. They build a bit and they lose it. I've seen people going with uh, like uh, Bitcoins and this and that. And, oh, I make millions. Where are they? Is they in your account? Oh, no, it's in Bitcoins. And then, oh, I lost it all. People need to start thinking about the delusions and the lies they tell themselves. And only a great coach can hold them accountable. Wow. Interestingly, you said the law of nature and you spoke about spirituality. Now, what what, what are these two vital? Because you seem to have a lot of vast experience. You go. You said at the beginning of this conversation, you said you've worked with healers. You worked with spiritual. You know, you 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 sorted your spiritual, your spiritual mindset, your spiritual awareness. You know, and now you spoke about the laws of nature. How important all these different vital things, you know, in a life as an entrepreneur, as a business person? How important are all these things? One hundred percent essential if you want to grow as a human being. Then as an entrepreneur, as a leader, as a father, as a brother, as a, a friend, as, uh, 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 as a business owner. You know, all of those things are, uh, we are, we're not part of nature. We are nature. But we become blinded to what nature teaches us. We become totally blinded, not just nature, but also science. And, you know, you have now more and more the science have been updated and upgraded. And people want superficial knowledge. Superficial knowledge will give you superficial results. As simple as that. For instance, look what happened with the people with the um, exploration uh, of the Titanic. A billionaire and his son died. Okay? So forget about the money. You know, people can make decisions that later on they will regret it. Because this is when, you know, certain, when you don't have and reorganize your body, your mind, your heart, your soul in a way to be able to channel this power, God-given power. If you don't believe in God, it could be universe, it could be intelligence, it could be whatever perceives in your head. And then some people, the moment they get a bit of wealth, they lose it. They totally lose it. You know, their, uh, that, that part of themselves becomes very evil, by the way. So most people, when they tell to me, oh, money is evil. No, 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 no. There's nothing wrong with money. It's the person who's using that money for whatever reason. There's nothing wrong with anything around us. It's how we perceive what's outside of us. So in changing your own uh, mirror, the mirrors that you see outside will change. Sure. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. I am getting so much value from this. Let, so let's, now let's you know why people work with me, Daniel. You know, because you met one of my clients. So, you know, uh, Dr. Emanuele now has a book, you know. And with that book, now he can reach hundreds of millions of doctors around the world. Yes, yeah. he invested a lot of money to work with me. Yes, maybe his parents helped me with, with all of that. But he's on track to what he wants to create. And I've helped him. He did not know what he wanted to create when we started working seven years. Seven years ago, we were going through mental, emotional problems, uh, uh, you know, uh, facing all the problems, frustrations, and burnout at, at work, relationship issues. But within a year, I saw where I could take him. And therefore, with every five-day training he did, because it's a very exclusive one-to-one, -one, you get this wisdom for eight hours a day. Your brain transforms, changes. There's no option but to change. First, you're not going to invest that kind of money for you to sit in there and do nothing with it. You invest it because part of you wants big Something. things to happen. And you know you want it. I don't need to convince anybody. I'm here. Wow. So? Wow. <laughs> so let, let, let's, quickly, let's quickly talk about your books. 
So you wrote a book called The Path to Wisdom, and then you yeah. wrote The Path to Excellence, and then you wrote The Path to Unforgettable Code, and then you wrote, uh, you know, you wrote The Loneliness. You got them wrong, by the way, but I will tell you. So the first okay, book I wrote, it's yeah. A Path to Wisdom. So the, the book was written when, uh, basically after the, uh, financial crash 2008. So this part of me all my life that been searching for solution and to integrate uh, spiritual intelligence with material intelligence and being able to be of greater service to the corporate world to bring mindfulness and all of the things, healing and all of that to as many people as possible, uh, was not expressed properly in my tech career. So part of me wanted, uh, uh, the tech career gave me a lot of knowledge on one hand, but it didn't give me platform for the other part of me, the healer in me, you know, uh, the mentor in me, the coach in me, the uh, psycho- psychologist in me to be able to go and help more people. So, you know, you have a framework that you need to work around your job spec and th- that's it basically, you know, you can do a little. So I wanted to integrate all of those lessons and create a new way of thinking uh, for people to create new paradigms uh, for them to create the reality they want. So, you know, when I found myself almost again homeless after 20 years of investing in myself, saying, why am I, why am I in this repeated pattern? Why my life depends on somebody giving me a job? Why my income is limited where my value to others is limitless? So, you know, I worked with so many different companies, helped them create a lot of money, but I was given very, very tiny proportion of that. So the financial crisis woke me up to that, how little self-worth I had in myself and little confidence. So this is where I upped my game and went to the top billionaires to help me uh, 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 see what I wasn't seeing. That's what mentors and coaches do. But if you're working with somebody who is at your level, they're going to only project at you what you want to see. They're not going to project at you what they are and what you can become. There's a difference. So I want you to help people first and foremost with three big problems that globally people have in, in every company that I, I, I work. One is people lost that work-life balance. Two, people uh, were ill. You know, with anxiety, depression, emotions, uh, relationship problems, conflicts, anger, addictions, all of those things, all of those things that, uh, you know, attack you without you even being aware of it. Just silently, they go through your body. And most people uh, don't listen to the alarm within thyself of what the body is giving you feedback, what you need to change. Hmm. So, and uh, the third one is most people had did not have inner peace. That's why people go to temples, they go to religion, they go and pray, they do meditation to find that inner peace. And I wanted to solve those three problems. So with those three problems, then I went and expanded. I said they apply to our spiritual self, mental, emotional, physical body, uh, applies to our career and profession and business, applies to wealth, applies socially, and applies, most importantly, in your relationship with self and with your loved ones and in your family. So all of those things applies to all of them and depend where you are. It can cause a lot of pain, a lot of hurt and a a lot of disconnect. So then I put all of my knowledge together and I created the alarm methodology. An alarm is simply one of the most sophisticated ways to understand thyself in all of those eight areas of life and understanding your trauma, understanding your inner child, the different states of your inner child, understanding every part of your uh, uh, growth, your uh, your eight key areas of growth, and what where you are uh, tells you about you and what you need to do, and therefore giving people a tool, a methodology with twenty five principle in a five step method for them to find balance, to find inner peace, and to bring their physiology in perfect health. So the moment I released the book, it went viral, and therefore I started getting clients who needed those things. And, you know, uh, you know, when people say bestseller, yes, you can, you can get a good market and you can make it bestseller, but bestseller doesn't mean a success. Yeah. There's so much more behind that that creates a lot of success. So now the more I was doing this work and then I launched my vital planning where people, I can take one sentence from every book and expand it in five days. And I'm talking about one sentence, one concept. And they are 
hundreds of thousands of concepts in my books. So suddenly, you know, just when I wrote the first book, I hired one of the best book coaches. So I didn't try to do it myself, but I hired one of the best book coaches. And therefore I paid a lot of money. And then I used my intelligence with her intelligence together. And then I started creating the framework that I needed to share with the world so they can follow it in easy step. Now, the more I was going around doing the vital planning, doing speaking engagement, doing training, uh, the more clients I was getting, the more quality clients I was getting, people were valuing the knowledge, the wisdom I had to share. And then I observed a big problem. So when I was working in, in the city of London or other corporations, how loneliness, we are becoming more and more lonely. The more the technology was evolving, the more lonely of the people were becoming. And that created a whole new problem for me to solve. So then I started and going at the depth of loneliness, understanding it from a scientific perspective, uh, getting in touch with people who are experts in the world about loneliness, hiring them, picking up their brains, and then putting all of my ideas together, how to tackle this virus of the modern age that through social media, through apps, through technology is spreading across the consciousness and creating a lot of problems. And therefore, duality. And therefore, also, I started writing about artificial intelligence before people now making it trendy. So I was seven That's years good. ahead. And that, ga- and that gave you your second book. That gave me the second book, which is Hashtag Loneliness, the Virus of Modern Age. And on a basis of that, wow. I met the, the organizer of TED, who opened the book exactly on one of the chapters called Technological Armageddon, a wake-up call. And he went like, you're going to do a TED talk. So I went and do the, the TEDx talk that is now also on a TED platform and it has more than a million views. Out of that came many other opportunities. And then COVID happened. So let me, let me, let me stop. Let me, let me stop you there for a minute. Come on now, Tony. Whoa. So we went through this part of self-discovery. All right. With spiritual intelligence, spiritual intelligence that gave birth to the path to wisdom. Then that became a huge success launching you to help people, you know, in their various industry to understand the importance of spiritual intelligence. And then... And science, and, by the way, not just spiritual intelligence, and science, and, science, and, and neuroscience, and psychology. And, and then you discover loneliness, which again, it's a big problem. Because big problem. I always say this, I always say this like, this journey of being an entrepreneur to be trying to build a seven-figure business, eight-figure business, ten-figure business is very, very lonely. And you couldn't... I, I haven't read... By the way, I haven't read any of your books, but I just ordered your... I ordered your part to excellence. The, the day I ordered it was the day you actually won the award in the US. Yeah. So you, I saw it on your Instagram that your book is won an award. I basically ordered it. It's on the shelf there. Yeah. So I ordered it. And, you know, I, and, and I ordered it. I'm like, okay, I'm going to read this, but I've been so busy. I haven't actually read it, but I'm going to personally go back to actually buy your entire books because you're very correct. You know, there are all these different components that we need to fix in order for to rot a, you know, you know, create a successful business. So your wisdom book gave birth to your loneliness book. Hashtag no. loneliness. There's a reason, by the way, it's a hashtag. It's the first book in the world with a hashtag in front of it. And that was what I want to come to. Yeah. So you hashtag, hashtag loneliness, the virus of modern age. Yep. This is the, uh, the age when we started using hashtags for the first time in 2015. So, you know, for me, it's I was with a client uh, while we we're doing this. And um, uh, the original title was The Science of Loneliness. Because, you know, I'm a, uh, I have scientific background. So therefore, you know, for me, everything needs to be based on science, but also on spirituality. So because I wanted to blend those two things. So because we are both, we're not separate. And the more people I help to understand how to integrate those things, the more successful they can become. So, you know, as I was working with a client, uh, you know, I pressed delete by mistake. And then it was hashtag that I actually pressed. And from the science of loneliness, it went into hashtag loneliness. And then my client dared me, said to me, okay, I dare you to uh, uh, publish a book with a hashtag in front. And I said, don't dare me because I do it. So, you know, I listened to my intuition and wrote it down uh, because there was also a deeper meaning to that because we have started living in the hashtag world and in the social media world. And most people who don't have the, I would say, the mindset strength to be able to 
handle such a powerful tool, it can affect the, uh, affect them. They can, you know, a lot of people, children have become anxious. They've developed uh, depression, anxiety. Uh, you know, they've developed different addictions because of certain social media apps. When you compare yourself with 7 billion people. Wow. So now, t- how did we not get into the third book? Because obviously I, 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 I named all your books in a different format, but you've actually gone how one gave birth to the other and then the other. So what was the third book? Uh, Fit for Purpose Leadership. This book I basically co-authored with uh, Andrew Priestley. And um, my role in the book was I wanted to uh, speak about the precious leaders uh, uh, are going through. Because, you know, I work with leaders of top companies such as Microsoft, Gap, uh, uh, we're talking about Deutsche Bank. We're talking about all the different uh, CEOs of some of the uh, top uh, companies in the world. And the one, the one common problem all of them had, one is about time. Two was burnout. They all like working uh, extraordinary long hours, something I did in technology. And three, uh, pretty much having pressure coming home. So pressure at work, pressure at home leads to burnout. It doesn't lead to anything else. So you, I wanted to talk about the psychology of burnout and how people can come out of it and being able to have a more um, uh, mindful way of leading and therefore increasing their productivity, their performance and all of that. And out of that, then the next book uh, uh, um, uh, was about my spirituality. So with a group of uh, European uh, famous authors, I wanted to publish my first uh, uh, 12 spiritually channeled poems. So I started uh, that part of me poetry, which in the future is going to go into 12 different books. I'm in the background writing also poetry, poetry that has a, a transformational message and also poetry that helps you every single day for 365 days to do something to grow yourself. So, and I wanted to bring this uh, poetry uh, into the market and the book also received few words and people starting going, oh my God, they can be turned into song, into this, into that. And then COVID happened. So when the COVID happened, this is where those two books were born. I started and, uh, you know, I knew exactly the moment the uh, the outbreak came in China, I said, this is going to go global. Even though our leaders in here played it very low, I knew exactly why, because I've studied different disciplines and also I mentored and coached many doctors and also I have doctors in my family. So I have some awareness about when it comes to viruses and when it comes to health and what can happen. So me being an engineer, I started predicting patterns and I started predicting what would happen if this really goes global. So then when it happened in Italy, I said, that's it. Uh, my predictions are true and this is what's going to happen. So I sit down and wrote down all the problems we're going to experience globally, all the problems countries will experience, all the global, yeah. uh, problems the businesses and leaders will experience, and then yeah. how the employees and how the families and socially what will happen. So out of that, the unfakeable code was born. Why? Because we all know a lot of leaders made a lot of mistakes. Yes. And also a lot of people made a lot of mistakes because they did not have those plans in the background if something happens badly to them that, you know, they're not going to be able to go to work and some companies will let go a lot of people during COVID. So most people (coughs) relied on government support. And but if they had, let's say all of them got my training by now, they all had businesses. They'll be all prosperous through COVID. So, for instance, some of the businesses I helped through COVID uh, was a restaurant business because they all got closed. So a couple of the restaurants, uh, us working since COVID, they no longer have locations, by the way. We turned them all into online businesses. So now they have more work-life balance. They earn 10 times more money than before, and they don't have the overheads. But it's taken us a journey through COVID to go through all of that and build the entire business on e-commerce business. They can grow their food business. So, you know, what I realized in there, there were five clear steps in there that... Uh, helps people take back mental and emotional and financial control. But also it helps them become great, authentic leaders. And then you live your life freely on your terms. What that means is pretty much you step up in a position of uh, fantastic greatness in you, which means you take charge of your life fully, 100%, regardless of the outer circumstances. Now, we saw what happened 
with one decision, Brexit leaving the EU and the consequences of that. So most people are going to one or the other. But, you know, if we look at a whole, you know, we uh, uh, inflicted some harm on ourselves because of an ideology behind that. And also it was based on many lies, many facts. And if we do that on our personal life, on our, if we do that with our relationships, with our family, with our stuff, we will lose everything. So when we have leaders who give in to these fake powers and fake identities, they can impact everybody's life. We saw what happened in America with Trump. We saw what happened with other leaders. You know, for me, it's not about being conservative of labor. It's about being a conscious leader. What do you do as a leader? What kind of vision do you have? And do you have, do you have the skills, the capability to deliver what you say? And most of the politicians, most of the leaders lie to all of us. And they, you know, they project lies and they don't follow up with real action. That's why we are in the mess we are. You know, if when people ask me about Brexit, I have nothing against poor or against it, but the reality shows me differently. If Brexit was so yeah. good, we wouldn't have five prime ministers. As simple as that. First time in history yeah. we're having that. So similarly, I wanted to help people on an individual level. When we do things and we dishonor that we've done them and we lie about them and then we become dis uh, deceitful and then we put them under the carpet until something big happens to us. So one of the main things in here where I talk about it is about the scarcity mind. Scarcity mind, when there is a, when a big event happens, that goes out of proportion. And that's what happened during COVID, by the way. A lot of people lost their sense of identity. They lost their sense of purpose. They lost their sense of job. And then people had to be locked at home. They weren't used to that. So therefore, there was a lot of divorce, a lot of conflicts during this period. And some people made a lot of children, frankly. So there's a positive and negativity around that. And then the other part is the, uh, the problem that I wanted to solve is authentic communication. Most people don't know how to authentically communicate. So there's nothing wrong with you telling somebody, you know what, I don't know about this. But you tell people, I know about this, and then your action, your behaviors don't follow up. You are deceitful. And that's why now people have lost faith in our current government. Because there are so many promises and there are so many lies. You get locked, but you have a party gate. And then you lie about it, you lie about it until you get caught. And you lie in our face. I mean, you know, nowadays with social media, with video, we saw from the beginning when the accusations came out, Boris Johnson denied it in Parliament. You know, you're denying to the whole country. And then you say, oh, it wasn't like this. It wasn't like that. This is what I'm talking about, the masks that we wear. And, you know, that is based on a basic principle my parents taught me. Lies have short legs. Anything that starts with a lie ends badly. And therefore, somebody else will have to solve the problems. And then also, you know, we can become vicious, we can become emotional, we can become all sorts of stuff when we respond to stressors. How do we then uh, evolve our mind and our emotional intelligence for us to be able to make decisions and choices in the middle of the heat, which are for greater good, for better for our health, better for our families, everybody else? And one of the principles, the last principles in that is very simple. If people obey to that principle, I guarantee you they'll have an amazing life. And it says, uh, let your heart be the only military commander that wins every battle in life. Now, if you apply yeah. this principle on a government level, none of them are applying it at that. If you apply it on a, a, a personal level, most people don't apply that in their relationships. You know, uh, if you apply it on a, all the different challenges that life throws at us, most people don't apply that. So the unfakeable code was all about bringing you back through your authentic self, which is angelic, which is powerful, which is kind, uh, which is significant and knows how wow. to master those parts of ourselves, which have those devilish behaviors when we become angry, resentful, and, you know, all of the things that we see in ourselves and in others. So it's about mas mastering those energies inside of you so you become an authentic individual that goes out there and serves people with your heart being the forefront of your battle. Wow, wow, wow. Tony, thank you so much for going into all of these different areas of our lives. Now, as we go towards the ending of this podcast, it's very important that we become aware 
you know, one of the things that made a massive transformation in my life so far, I am still transforming. This is one of the reasons why I wrote my second book called The Test, transitioning from the ordinary to the extraordinary. Someone said to me, why did you not use the word transition? Because you've already transitioned. I said, no, you'd never transition. You keep transition because it's a journey. It never, it's an unending journey. The day ends is the day we die. <laughs> it's a principal one in here in Path to Excellence. So if you look at it in the diagram, it calls transition. Hmm. And it's an infinite journey. This is the infinite sign. So it's, it's infinite. an infinite journey. Exactly that. Fantastic. So, and I really love how you've brought in a lot of awareness on this podcast. You've brought a lot of awareness to us from from people thinking about you know change you know deceit authentic communication i love that word authentic communication and i just think in this day and age the word authenticity is basically buried authenticity it is buried buried. because you know we're looking a lot of lies we're looking a lot of deception uh you know we don't have any more true journalism you know, we have biased journalism and, you know, the more biased you become, the more polarized you become, the more damage you create. And therefore, at some point, those people who've done that, individuals, whatever it might be, they will have to face it and they'll have to come up clean. And, you know, we only face that when we face it within ourselves. You know, when you are deceitful with yourself, it's easy somebody else to say to you, become deceitful. Yeah. And also, you also spoke the marks that we wear and you talk about stress. One of the things that's changed my life is in the last, especially in the last two years of my six year journey, what I'm currently doing now is that I had to accept a lot of things around and say, you know what, if you can't, you cannot change if you're trying to create a great path to greatness. You cannot accept different things and become authentic, become, you know, you know, on, you know, opening yourself up to rebuilding yourself and this is one of the reasons why the greatest book that's ever been written the bible it says when the foundation is faulty no matter what you put on top it comes down everything yeah and, and this is why it's so important to build this foundation and thank you so much you've given me so much things to literally you know you know you know write on here and i hope the audience can be able to be aware you know, of all these different components and so many different nuggets in different angles you've come through. So now we've talked about the awareness. Just as we end towards this podcast, I just want you to not give my audience, you know, four simple steps, all right, on how they can make a change, four, you know, four simple steps on how they can make a change or rather four simple steps on how they can become a transformational entrepreneur through all these different points you've mentioned, the change, deceit, authentic communication, the mask that we wear, and stress. How do we make this change? Okay, so uh, step number one, it's a clear assessment of your current reality. So that's number one. Take a pen and paper, take your computer, open up a Word document, and say, a clear assessment of my current reality where I am. Meaning, Mm. mentally, spiritually, emotionally, physically, financially, in my relationship, business, career, and your philanthropy, things you want to give back and everything else. Write down as much as you can, looking and observing what is your reality showing to you and being honest about it, not fantasizing about it. Because I see a lot of people fantasize about it and they want to ask questions, the reality is not there. So clear assessment of that. So if you don't have a clear assessment where you are, you'll never have a clear assessment where you want to be. So that's step number two. So, you know, you go a check. Now you do a check whether what you are saying in your assessment uh, is truly what it is. Because mm. as I said to you, this is a, a, a deep work. And if you don't do deep work, you'll miss the steps. And then the second part is looking at all of your pains. You know, what pains you in all of those areas you just written? What is it that truly pains you? So if, you know, being single pains you, then what are you going to do about it? If you're not having enough money pains you, what are you going to do about it? What is your ideal uh, uh, figure in your head that you want to have that it alleviates that pain? Is it your physical health? Is it your emotional health? Is it your communication skills, leadership skills? 
What is it that truly causes you pain in your life? Write down your pain first and foremost. So you have reality and now we go one step further. One step further is what pains you in that reality. Because if we don't have big pain enough, you don't have the inspiration or the motivation for you to change it. Amazing. 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 Amazing, Tony. Okay. So once you see what pains you and you do detailed analysis of that, okay, then you go back. The third step would be um, how being where you are is disadvantage to you. Hmm. So this is where we reverse the psychology now. And then the fourth step is how being where you are is advantage to you. Yes. And most people say, no, it's not. No, it's not. You know, it's no advantage of me not having money, not having this, not having that. Yes, it is. And then I spent about eight hours of taking everything out of that psychology. And then suddenly I said, oh, my God, now I'm free to do what I want to do. And the fifth step is, after you've done all of that, sit down and write it in detail what is your end in mind. Who have you become through the journey from where you are right now to you are 85 or 88, somewhere sitting in front of your house or on the beach or whoever with grandchildren or single or with your partner on your boat and look back and saying how you lived your life and create that vision for the end of your life. And that should pretty much give a lot of people a lot of work to do on their own. Wow. They can go through all of my books. There's a lot of questions in there that can help them from Path to Wisdom, Hashtag Loneliness, The Impeccable Code, uh, Path to Excellence, and Do Every Line. Last week, five days with my client, we only did one chapter of this book for him to understand. One chapter, five days, eight hours a day. So people who spend time in the detail and in learning in knowledge is who life rewards them. So don't expect to be rewarded if you do not put the time, the energy and the money in what you tell yourself you value. True. Money is the the wealth we're looking for is all in our knowledge is all in who are we listening to? Who are we paying attention to i say this all the time never go to the wrong person for the right advice and the reason why a lot of us are stuck is because you're trying to make a billion you're talking to someone who's never in a billion in them or you're trying to make a million you're trying to talk to someone who's never make a million and the truth is most times most people who have never had anything they'll always love to give advice to people who are going somewhere so the only thing that changes our life is never pay, pay for your advice. Pay. Yeah. Pay for your advice and never go to the wrong person for the right advice. Tony, if you want an amazing advice, pay for that advice. You know, if you want amazing clothes, you go to Selfridges. If you want for day-to-day clothes to do your gardening, go to Primark. It does not matter. But, you know, pay for the advice. If you don't, you're not going to get the best advice. That I guarantee you. I have plenty of experience of that. When people and friends coach you for free. No. That does not count. If you don't pay for something, you don't value it. So therefore, even the advice people give you, you're not going to value it. Until you put your sweat and the money you built and created with your sweat, you put it in something that you value. You value so, you know, when we pay mentors, we don't pay them. We pay ourselves. 100%. 100%. Tony, thank you so, so much. By the way, we're going to have all his book links on the on the show notes. So make sure, guys, go and grab a copy of his book. Like I said, I already got one copy of his book. I'm going to go and order the rest of his book. And in the nearest future, I'm going to look into your calendar. I want to definitely bring it to our wealth and business networking event where we usually empower entrepreneurs i'm on a mission to raising multi-millionaires i'm on a mission to literally helping people shifting you know you know shift their part you know create a new part for them for me i'm i'm still on my journey i want to bring as many people with me on that journey and i want to share great individuals like yourself that i meet on this part with people who are listening to the podcast people who are following me on social media and i just cannot wait to all of us see 
each other at the top because the here yeah, the ground is too crowded we want to make that shift to get into the top so tony thank you so much for being on the wealth and business podcast thank you so much for your wisdom for your chat like i have never been this quiet just soaking in the information from your wisdom in an episode thank you so so much just before we go is there anything that you got upcoming that you want people to to kind of you know you know reach out to you for or just the books is fine for now Sure. I mean, if people have been inspired by this, by all means, they can reach out to my PA and they can book a consultation. Even if they have one consultation, they'll have an amazing advice that they can make their next step. But also I'm working on two new books, uh, Climb Greater Heights, which last night I finished the first draft. So it's going to be my publishers, which is all about entrepreneurship and uh, businesses to implement 12-step um, purposeful growth strategy uh, to help them go from where they are to seven, eight, nine, ten bigger businesses and attach philanthropy to that. And also one of my latest product, this is for, I would say, people who are already seven-figure uh, business owners, which is uh, the uh, the chance to be featured in one of my episodes to work with me privately for one year and then transform that into a unique documentary that goes part of my documentary series called Into Your Division, which will be shared across Amazon and other streaming platforms, which helps them build their authority, credibility, but also showcasing their growth transparently with global audiences and being able to raise their profile and to being able to bring their visions and their awareness about specific issue to many people. So that is only for specific successful entrepreneurs, a seven figure. I only take few people. We just uh, started launching because I already have two documentaries. So people who want to really take their impact and uh, their visions to a whole new level, they can go on my website. They can read a lot about it. They can start reading the books. By all means, go from every book, but do the exercises. Just don't read them. Do the exercises. There's plenty of resources out there. A lot of interviews I've done. There's a lot people can learn. And those who are called to step on a journey like no other, they can reach out to my PA. Thank you so much, Tony, for being on the World Time Business Podcast. Guys, See you soon. Take you on the next episode. Bye-bye.